It's officially spring, and spring always makes me think of gardening season. This is Jesse Lee. Welcome to Let's Be Honest. The funny thing about gardening season is that if you actually have a garden and you've been doing it for quite some time, you know what it is to appropriately plant your seeds spaced out and you make sure that you put the marigolds next to the tomatoes to prevent the bugs, that you keep certain vegetables away from others to avoid them rotting or to keep them from not growing. These are things that we learn. It's the same with house plants. If you have a house plant and you put it in a six inch pot, it will only grow as big as it can fit in that pot. If you need it to get bigger, you move it to a 10 inch pot. What I don't think people realize is that we're a lot like plants. We're a lot like that garden. When we're children, people pay attention to what our household is like. Is it safe? Do we have enough food? Do we have water? Are we well taken care of? Are we in a safe environment? But as we become adults, we don't often think about our environment in terms of how we grow. In essence, though, we are just like those plants. So if I need three inches of space from my next plant, I should be given three inches of space to adequately grow. I know that if I need my friends near me to keep the bugs away, that I should have my friends near me. I also know that if another plant is toxic to me, I should probably not be in the vicinity of that plant. Now, it's funny that we don't take these things into consideration. We pay a lot of attention to things like, are we getting a nutritious meal? Did we drink enough water today? Did we get eight hours of sleep? Are we too stressed out? Different things like this. And we believe that that's essentially how we grow. And for the most part, we're right. However, from time to time, it seems to me that we don't really pay attention to those environmental things that actually do help us grow. Are we in a safe environment? Are we surrounded by people who will protect us? Do we have the capabilities of moving outside of that box and fulfilling our full potential? Do we have that ability? How many times have you had somebody in your life who has downplayed one of your dreams? I remember when I opened my boutique a little over five years ago and people said, well, why don't you just start one of these other businesses that's already set up for you? And it sounded great at the time, but first of all, I didn't have $5,000 to invest in some marketing business. I had $500 to invest. And I could have listened to all of the people who told me that it wasn't going to work out or that I didn't know what I was doing or because I didn't have some secondary education in fashion that somehow it wasn't going to work out for me. Five years later, I'm still growing. You see, I removed those toxic ideas from what it was that I was planning to do. I avoided those people because their negative thinking turned into my negative thinking. 
and I didn't want to fail. I didn't want to quit, and I didn't want my business to become some financial disaster. That was another thing Jesse just did. I had done businesses before, and I had listened to the haters, and every time I did, my business did exactly what I thought it would do. It failed. So now I'm sitting five years later, and it's really interesting when I take a look at people who supported me. My mom was one of my number one fans, as always, and she supported everything that I did. She, in fact, was probably one of the few family members who ever supported me through everything I did. Most people just thought it was like another thing I was just doing in the meantime until I figured out what it was I really wanted to do. However, five years later, I'm successful. I have a business that's growing every year. And there are still those family members who don't support me. There are still those friends who don't support me. And I say friends lightly because family is one of those things that you can't really change the name. Friends become acquaintances. But family is just family. Now, one of the things that you'll often hear me promote, especially if you read any of my posts, is that toxic is toxic. This includes family. You see, when you're surrounded by family that doesn't allow you to grow, sometimes you can't get out of that situation, especially if you are still a teenager or you're in college and you either financially, mentally, emotionally need support from family. However, something happens when you get out on your own and you're independent enough to know that it's okay to get rid of these family members, these toxic pieces in your life that aren't allowing you to grow. Despite the fact that they're family, it doesn't give them permission to treat you however they want. And you don't need to take whatever toxic words, emotions, whatever it might be that they're throwing at you. These aren't meant for you. You wouldn't take them from a stranger on the street. Don't take them from a family member either. Don't take them from your friends. It's funny because teaching high school is taught me a lot about being a teenager again. And one of the things that I often find myself saying to people is, I think you need to find a new group of friends. Now, most people think I'm being harsh, but it goes back to the idea of toxicity. You see, you don't need to surround yourself with those people. They bring you down. They hold you back. They keep you from fulfilling your dreams. And when they're people that we're not specifically connected to, we blow them off. We tell them, screw yourself. It's whatever. I don't really care what you think. But when we have friends that do it, or we have family that does it, all of a sudden we start to believe them. Like somehow they have a greater power over us than we do our own selves. This just isn't true. It's amazing what happens when you take your own power back. I listened to somebody one day walk up to their friend and say, don't talk to me that way. And watching the dynamic changed was 
probably one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. Because the moment that you realize that you have power over how other people treat you, then you take back that power. I think the biggest issue that I see with this is that the more our friends and family say things to us, especially negative things, the more we begin to believe them ourselves. We don't sit there and look in the mirror and say, I'm worthy. I deserve this. I can create this. I can manifest this. I deserve all the things I want. Instead, what happens is we let those people get into our heads and they say things to us like, you can't make this happen. What makes you think you deserve that? How dare you be selfish? I think it's funny that anytime we want something for ourselves and it doesn't align with what somebody else thinks we should have, it's automatically selfish. You see, this is where toxicity leaks in the most. It sinks into our core. It sinks into all those little nerves, all those little feelings, all those little ideas that we don't really deserve what it is that we should have. However, the universe has something else in play for us. The universe knows we deserve all these things. And that is why we're like the plant. The universe does the same thing to the plant. But you see, plants, they don't care what other plants think. They don't. They know which plants they should be next to and which ones they shouldn't. They know how to heal if one of their leaves gets broken off or if their roots grow too short. They find what they need and they continue to grow. As people, we need to do the same thing. We need to find those other people that are going to help us grow that are going to let us heal when that leaf gets broken or that flower breaks off, that are going to give us the time, the space, the environment we need to be our true selves. When we find those people, we're just like the tomato plant with the marigold next to it. They're our circle. They help strengthen us. They help heal us, and they help support us so that we can grow into whatever it is that we were meant to be. I heard the analogy of the oak tree today, and if you plant an oak tree in a two-foot pot, it will never become an oak tree. You see, at the base, an oak tree definitely gets bigger than two feet, So if you shrink it to the environment that you want it to fit in, that's all it will ever be. But if you put it out in the middle of a field and you give it all of the space and all of the environment it needs to grow, it will grow mighty and strong and it will live on for years. We are that oak tree. Sometimes our environment is stifling. Sometimes we're stuck in that two foot pot for years. But the day we realize that we can be planted out into the middle of that field, into that environment, 
that expands and lets us be the large, mighty oak tree that we were meant to be. That's when we're the best off. Let's be honest. We are the sum of the five people we spend the most time with. Those five people can grow us or hinder us. But the real fight is in knowing that you get to choose who those five people are. If the five people that you're surrounded by the most aren't helping you grow, aren't helping you heal, and aren't helping you become the best version of yourself, then it is time to find five new people. This is Jesse Lee. Thank you for joining me.